Okay, good morning everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Chaf Hey in Mesechet Sochem. Chaf Hey, Chanukah, 25, rededication of the Shir. We had some people under the weather, we had some Chanukah vacation, and we continue with Amar Abaye, 11 lines up from the bottom of Chavdalad Amad Bez. We have spent the last few days uh, discussing little, uh, some drushas, okay, about whether anything that is chayev be'achila, is it all, when it's aser be'achila, is it also aser be'hana? The implications for chametz are certainly relevant, but we were discussing everything else in the Torah as well in that context. Okay, now, now we're talking about, then we discussed the idea of derechana, right? We talked about items where we left off on daf chavdalad was derechana. That there are certain things that you're only going to be chayiv if you, uh, if you have, if you have hana from them in the normal way of hana. So Amar Abaye, uh, Abaye mentions an exception to that rule where you only chayiv a derech hana, which is kelaim. As Abaye says in the statement, hakol modim akerem. Right? We talked about chile akerem. You're not allowed to plant um, right? I, we, we talked, we talked actually quite a bit in Erevin about how far away, right, let's say seeds of grain have to be away from seeds of a vineyard in order to, right, in order to not be considered kilayakarim, which is when you grow them together. We talked about that halacha at length and how far away they need to be. And so the, the idea of benefiting from such an iser, right, can you benefit from it and is it us or even if you don't benefit in the normal way? So Abaye says, everybody agrees, that these kile hakerem, you're going to get malchus, which is the, right, the, the punishment for this, you, because it's a lav, you're going to get malchus for this, even if you somehow get on, uh, and not in the usual way. My time, and what is the reason for this? Mishum so the statement that Abaye makes is the reason why you're going to be chayiv, even if it's not b'derachana, is because in the pasuk that teaches you that you're not allowed to eat, that you're not allowed to get ana, rather, from kila karim, it doesn't mention eating at all, right? So we just said that achila means that it has to be derachana. So if the word, if achila is not mentioned, so it must be that the iser of having hana has nothing to do with the derachana and the normal way of getting it, but you get the iser rather even if you do it in the, if you do get the hana in not the usual way. Okay, so that was the statement of Abayah. The Kila Karim, you get the Malchus even if it's not their hana. So the Gemara is going to challenge that. It says, Mesve, Isi ben Yehuda. Isi said, Minayin levasar v'chalavshu asar. Okay, so we're going to have like a little chunk of Gemara over here and uh, that's going to, at the end, come back and challenge this. So basar v'chalav we know is asar because shenamar kan ki am kadosha ta v'namar l'halan v'anshei kodesh tiyun li. So this is an interesting. Uh, this is an interesting question. What do you mean minayin l'basar b'chalav shu asar? We have a we have, we have a pasuk that says that you're not supposed to eat. Well, the truth of the matter is that the pasuk says lo te'achel right gedi b'chalei lo te'vashel rather gedi b'chalei mo. Right, that you're not supposed to cook basar b'chalav. And we also know famously, many of you may be familiar, that that pasuk where it says lot v'ashel g'di b'chalav appears three times. And we know that the, the Gemara has a drasha that those three times represent iser bishol, iser achila, and iser hana. 
by Basar Vechalov. So this is like a famous drusha that a lot of people learn in yeshivas. So Reb Aryeh Leibowitz, the great Dafyomi master, points out Isi ben Yehuda does not hold that drusha. It's just simple as that. So if that was confusing to you, now you know. So, so now, so, but again, if you don't hold of that drasha, so then you're left with no pasuk that says you're not allowed to eat basar b'chalav. You're just left with a pasuk because it says you can't cook basar b'chalav. Okay. So Vesa ben Yehuda says, how do you know, therefore, so he has a different source for why it's also to eat, right? Um, basar b'chalav, because it says two different psukim, ki am kadosh ata, right? Um, that's in Devarim. Lo tochlu kol nevela legeir shavsharecha tinet vachla amachol anochi kiam kadosh ata l'ashem lokecha lo tivashel gdi b'chalev imo. There it is. So you have kiam kadosh ata juxtaposed to lo tivashel gdi b'chalev imo, and then later in Shemos it says v'nemar l'halim ve'anshe kodesh tiyun li, and then it says v'anshe kodesh tiyun li u'vasar b'sadet treifa lo tochelu la'kelav tashlichu noso. Right, and so okay, so then when you have anshe kodesh by the nevela. And in, in the Pasuk and Shmos, and you have the Nevela, uh, and, and the Amshe Kodesh, and juxtaposed with the Lot of Mo, you realize from that juxtaposition, says the Gemara, Ma, says Isi ben Yehuda, Ma'alehalon Asar, just like in the Trefa, it's Asar in that Pasuk, Afkan Asar. Right? So there again, you see that because Lot of Mo is mentioned in the context of Nevela in one place and the Kodesh Kodesh connects the two psukim. So that's how you know that eating of the, right, eating of the Basar B'chalaf is Asr just like eating of the Trefa's Asr. Okay. And then says the Gemara, So how do you know it's also Asr Behana? So again, if you have the three-pronged drasha of Lot Vashel Gdi B'chalevi Mo three times, you don't need this, but Isi Ben Yehuda does. So for that, says Isi Ben Yehuda, Amrit Kalvachomer. That we're going to get a Kalvachomer. Just like Uma Orla, Shalom Nevda Ba'avera, Asura Behana. So we're going to, we're going to just, right, span across the Torah, right? And we're going to get, pick up the concept of Orla. Orla, right, you never did an Avera. The Isra of Orla is the first three years, you're not allowed, of a, of a regular kosher fruit tree. You're not allowed to eat it, that, uh, the fruit, because that's Orla. There was never any Avera. You didn't plant key lime. You didn't do anything. You planted everything kosher lamosher. And yet, you're not allowed to eat Asr Behana or get Hana from Orla the first three years. So Basr Bechalov, Shenevda Ba'avera, so Kal Bechomer, Basr Bechalov, where you did an Avera, as Ari Leibowitz and all the Mepharshim over here also, not just Ari Leibowitz, point out, uh, what exactly is the Avera that you did, Rashi, uh, right, so, um, the Orla, you didn't do the Avera, Rashi says, when you planted it. The Basar B'chalav, you did the Avera when you cooked it, okay? Right? So, Basar B'chalav, Shnev the Avera, Eino Dinshi Ye Asr Behana. So, therefore, Basar B'chalav, because you did an Avera, certainly that's going to be Asr Behana. As we arrive at Chafei Amad Bey, at Chafei Amad Aleph, at Daf Chafei, at 539, here we go. So, says the, so Yisri Ben Yehuda is going to explain the following. Mal or he says also, but he says you could actually refute this. Why? Because Mala or kosher. You're gonna say, right? So again, the idea over there before we said that maybe Basar Bakalov is gonna be Asr Behana, right, because of the of 
right, the basur b'chalav is going to be asur for eating. How do we know that's asur b'ana? So we say, we could say kal v'cholomer from orla. However, you could also say mala orla shekein lo haisa l'shasa kosher. Orla never had a moment uh, where it was permissible, right? From the moment you plant the orla, you're never really allowed to eat the tree, the fruit of the tree, even though the fruit isn't even there. But the first fruit of that orla, you can never eat. So it was never really kosher and then lost that status. Can you really compare? Can you make a kalvachomer from that? And this is where it gets again, these kalvachomers, when you, when you say B is greater than A and C is greater than B, as we've discussed. So the reason why our Rabari Leibowitz says you can't, one of the svaras given for why ain't on shin minadin, or you can't really give a punishment like a capital punishment, let's say, uh, from a Kalvachomer is because these are not always so linear. When you have a Guzera Shava, like Isi ben Yehuda is suggesting, so you have two Psukim and you have a Limud and you have a Mesorah that you learn one from the other. But a Kalvachomer here, you could, o- you could almost always poke holes in logic because there's like 11 variables for each thing. You don't know which ones are going to exactly match up. Be that as it may. Be that as it may, the orla was never mutter. But the meat and milk individually were mutter before you put them together, right? So therefore, maybe that's not a proper kalvachomer. But then, Isi ben Yehuda reflects his own refutation and says, But here we have, back to chametz a little bit, the chametz was, you know, during the year, it's, it's, uh, it's mutter, and yet, it's asr behana, right? You can eat chametz before Pesach, right? And then when you get to Pesach, it's going to be asr behana. So it has that moment where it crosses that threshold. So ma'ala chametz Pesach shechein anush kares, but that is not really good. We, it's nice that we brought up Pesach because, chametz, because we're learning Masechas Pesachim, but that's not going to be a good comparison either because the Gemara points out ma'ala chametz Pesach shechein anush kares, because chametz, as we know, is a very severe chumrah, and the punishment for chametz Pesach is a kares. Tomar be'basar v'chalav she'ena anush kares. You're going to compare that to basar v'chalav that is that that is not actually an iser kares. So the Gemara says, so Isi says, no. Well, kilei akeri mechicho she'ena anush kares for aser ba'na. Right. So it's all it's like a uh, a triangle here where the kilei akerim themselves. Are going to prove that they're not are, they, they're not a chiv kares as we said they're a chiv malchus and yet they are aser behana. So then, so that's how that was basically all a way of Isi ben Yehuda explaining right how we know that basar b'chalav is aser behana. Okay, now that was Isi ben Yehuda, but Isi ben Yehuda was brought right as you pay, uh, as a refuta- refutation. Of Abaye's statement. Again, Abaye's statement was that you're going to be chayav and kill akarim even if it's not kedera chana. So, the, so now the Gemara says, im isa, right? If it's true that you get a malchus, even if you have the kilaim, shaloba derechana, seven lines down, so says, nifroch, malachile akarim, shachain lokin aleim, afilu shaloka derechana asam. Right? In other words, achila, right? It, isn't isn't written right? Either way, it's not because the chila isn't written. It's because it's very chamor. In other words, right? We say that for kilei akerem, we can't learn basar v'chalav. We can't learn basar v'chalav from from the kilei akerem, and that was the point that we're trying to bring from Esi ben, ben Yehuda, because kilei akerem itself has a source which teaches you, 
right, that, that you are not going to be, that you're going to be chayiv, even if it's not there, that in fact makes kila kerem very chomer. So the point here is that Abaye said that you're chayiv in kila kerem, even if it's not bedera chana. So that's good for Abaye, but Isi ben Yehuda's cheshben, at the very end over here, where he says, Kilei HaKerem Yechicho She'ein Anush Karas Vasar the way Isi ben Yehuda tried to learn Kilei HaKerem back to Basar Rechalav wouldn't work, says the Gemara, if you followed Abaye's Shita that Kilei HaKerem is Asar even Shalok Hanasan, because that actually presents a special Chumrah by Kilei HaKerem that would mess up the math for Isi ben Yehuda when he's trying to prove his point. So the Gemara is going to resolve this. Abaye, how is Abaye going to answer Isi ben Yehuda's cheshben? That's the question of the Gemara here. So he says, Tomar b'may. Tomar b'asar b'chalav she'ein lokel alav ela derech ha'naso otu b'basar b'chalav achila ksiva bey. He says, no. By, by basar b'chalav, you can't say that the, the lack of achila b'basar b'chalav implies that it's also also not k'derech ha'naso. That would make it like kila ha'kerem. So Abaye could make sense. In other words, just like by Kila Akerem, you don't have the word Achila mentioned. So Abaye might say in Achinami that Kila Akerem is, might be Chomer in the sense that it's also, also Shalokader Chana. And that's because the word Achila is not written by Kila Akerem. But the word Achila is also not written by Basar Rechalav. As we famously have said, by Basar Rechalav, you only say Lotivashel. So the fact that Lotavashel doesn't appear by Kila Kerem doesn't bother Abaye because it doesn't appear by Basar Vachalov either. Okay. So the the Kamosiv law. So so that's so that's a good point. In other words, Abaye has a point. He can compare Isi Ben Yehuda doesn't have to worry. He can compare Kila Kerem to Basar Vachalov because in fact neither of them have the word Achila in the pasuk. So then the question is, why did the Gemara challenge? Um, why did the Gemara take Abaye's perspective on Kilai Akarim and use it to challenge Yusuf Be Yehuda? Neither Kilai Akarim or Basar Rechalav have the word Achila in them. So what was that per- perspective? So says the Gemara, the Kamoisivla, Okay, Manavela Derecha Nasa, Af Basar Bechalav Derecha Naaso. That the other perspective is that even though it's true that neither, um, right, that, that neither Basar Rechalav or Right, or Kila Kerem have this idea of of uh, Achila in them. The other perspective is that uh, that Basar Bechalav is also, as we learned, according to Isi Ben Yehuda, is learned from Nevela. And the fact of the matter is that Nevela is, is also der, only Derech Hanasa because by my Nevela Achila does appear. So therefore, Basar Bechalav, even though Basar Bechalav itself does not have the pasuk of Achila in it. It is compared, we learn the Isser Achila from Nevela, and Nevela has Achila in it, and therefore if you compare Basar Bechalav to Nevela, so you do have Isser only, but Bader Asa, and since that's the case, um, it's going to have, that's going to be the Cheshman of Isi Ben Yehuda, and it's going to be problematic with the mention of Kila Kerem as per the Shita of Abaye. So now the Gemara says, so then what was Abaye, how's Abaye going to answer this? So says the Gemara, right, that that's the very reason why it didn't say Achila by Basar Bechalav. So what we come out with here is two perspectives, amazingly, about whether you have, the Isser of Basar Bechalav is Asr, Afil Shalok Ederech on one hand, you have the notion that 
the word achila is not mentioned by Basar Bechalov. It only says, Lo tevashel gedi imo. But on the other hand, it is compared to a trefa, right? According to Isi ben Yehuda, he learns uh, from, like we just said, from a different limud. And he learns from the comparison to trefa, and that is only asa kederechana also. So that accounts for the two perspectives. We'll call it the perspective of, of Abaye and the perspective of Isi ben Yehuda. Then the Gemara asks Zulifruch, but Isi ben Yehuda himself can ask Abaye, Malakila Akerem Shekein Lo Haisalo Shasa Kosher. So we go back to this idea, right? That Kila Akerem, uh, we still have a problem because Kila Akerem, again, they never had that moment where they were, where they were, uh, mutter. Because why? Because you already, as we discussed in Erevin and in, even in Shabbos, the idea that you can't plant them close to each other. So if you can't plant them close to each other, when are they ever mutter? Right? As soon as they get close to each other, it's like nuclear. You can't, you, you can't even bring them together at all, even in the planting stage. So they never had a shasa kosher. So what are you going to do? You're going to compare them to basar bechalav? So the Gemara answers, Amar Rabbi Ada Barahava, Zotomeret, Kila Kerem Ikar Nesarn. shasa kosher kodem hashrasha. Aha. So we say, that, in fact, so we have like a little interlude here that you can't compare Kila Kerem, right? Because if you're going to say, um, if you're going to say that you can't, you can't make this, uh, little pircha over here, that, that it means, right, that, that you can't make this little pircha because really Kilar Karim also have a moment of per, uh, permissibility. They also have a Shasa Kosher. When is that? Because it's mutter, because we have an idea that it's mutter until it takes root. That the Kilar Karim are mutter, uh, that before, they take root, they're going to be mutter. But this is challenge. We're going to spend a, a couple of lines just discussing when Kilei Akaram are actually going to be Chayev, and we're going to see that it, in fact, um, it has two very distinct scenarios, and that's going to resolve our issue, as follows. So Masav of Shmaya, right, that, that the planting is going to be Usr once it takes root, as follows. But first, you have to have a challenge from Rashmaya. Because it says, Hamavir So we have an interesting case. An interesting case. A person is walking through. We know the concept of Atsitz Nakov. It's your pot, flower pot. The flower pot has a hole in it. We say that the flower pot has a hole in it. So very often, most often, when we talk about a flower pot having a hole in it, we set it down on the ground. We set it down on the ground, and we consider it as if the the, uh, let's say, plant in the flower pot is actually being nourished from the ground. That's the famous concept of the Atzitznakov. We've had it already um, in, in, in different contexts. Now, the question is, this Atzitznakov, it can, can it also, can you walk through a vineyard with it? So let's say you had, right, um, I don't know, wheat plant in an Atzitznakov walking through a vineyard. So that would be Kile HaKerem, right? It would be Kilaim. Okay. So let's say you're, you're, tra- you're walking around with this atzis nakav b'kerem. Hamavir atzis nakav b'kerem. What's halacha? So this is actually a Mishnah in Kilayim. So he says, im hoisif masayim osir. What's this masayim? One two hundred. We know that kilay akerem are actually bottle b'matayim. Because it's mentioned twice, right? We, we have a, a double mention of the isr, and usually things are, are bottle b'mea, right? You have truma. Is usually niftal one in one hundred, right? And since Orlan Kilaim, uh, when it says that they're Usr, it says that it's both Usr Bachila 
and also Asr Behana. So it's assumed, right, that unlike, it's assumed that since that's, we double down on the Isr of those kinds of things of Kilayim, we assume that it, Batal by 100 won't be enough because it's a stronger Isr. So therefore, we say that it's only going to be Batal 1 in 200. Okay? So if that's the case, so what you have is the following. Somebody's walking with an Atzitz Nakiv through a vineyard. So the first Chiddush, an amazing Chiddush, is that this Kilei Akarim can be airborne. That when you're, when you're holding an Atzitz Nakiv, a perforated pot, you actually can be over the Isser of Kilei Akarim without planting it or even setting it down, it seems. All you're doing is walking through the vineyard. Oh. Now the interesting Mishnah in Kilaim is telling you that what? That if you, when you run through the vineyard, because because uh, Andrew runs. So if Andrew's sprinting through the vineyard, he's probably not going to be over a kill I carry him by running with this perforated... Uh, he's known for this, that usually he takes a route through vineyards. So it, so he has to be very careful when he takes his vineyard. We used to run in, near the vineyards uh, of Beit Shemesh. There was a beautiful, uh, beautiful Moshav there. And we used to run through the vineyards. So I was very careful when I used to do this trail runs through the vineyards not to carry perforated pots with wheat plants in them because you don't want to be over Kilei Akerem, okay? Now, but me, I would never, I had to be extra careful because I don't run as fast as you, Andrew. And this is an amazing halacha on the Mishnah in Kilayim that if the plant that you're holding in your pot has the opportunity to grow, right? Because I run so slow, the plant can actually go to full bloom while I'm still in the vineyard. If that were to happen, then you lose your bottle by my time because your plant grew substantially enough within your pot that now it's substantial enough that it doesn't get the bittle of one in 200. That's the whole point. Okay. But what you learn from that is that it's only the growth that it took place, right? Just running through the vineyard, you're not going to be usher. It needs to take some sort of growth within the vineyard in order to be chayev. Right, so if Andrew ran through, he's running fast enough that it's not going to be chayev. But I have to be very careful not to run through. Let's see it inside. Imosif matayim aser. Osif matayim means that it increased. Right, it grew one two hundred. Right during the time that you passed through. So then it's going to be aser again because you got out of the bittel b'matayim. Hosif in la hosif lo. So the Gemara is pointing out that the mission is clearly explaining that the only way, right, that you're going to be high for kilaim here is if the plant grew, right, more than 200. That means that the pre-existing plant isn't going to be chayiv in the vineyard, meaning if Andrew ran with it, so those first moments, it's not going to be chayiv in the vineyard, and it already exists. So what we are left with is an ambiguity as to when you're chayiv in kilaim karim. Is it when you plant? Is it when you have the existing plant in an Atzitz Nakov, right? That's really, Atzitz Nakov has to be brought in here because how else are you going to bring in a pre-existing plant? All right. The Gemara is going to sort this all out right now. Omar Rava. Rava is coming to the rescue here. Trey, Kray, Ksivi. We actually have two psukim, and the two psukim reflect two different times that Yechayev and Kilei Akarim, as follows. Ksiv Hazera. Okay, so we have one pasuk that talks about the seed. Okay. And so, once you talks about the zera, uksiv hamlea, and also in the same pasuk says pedikdash hamlea hazara asher tizra. So we have two sort of concepts within the very same pasuk. The pasuk talks about the seed and talks about hamlea, which sounds like it's the growth already in full bloom. How ketzad? How could such a thing be? Which is it? Is it the iser on the seed or is it the iser on the fully grown plant? So says the Gemara zaru ameikaro behashrasha. 
that when you plant a seed, the chiv is going to come once it takes roots. And zarua uva, but once it was already initially planted elsewhere and you're taking it from the, what do they call it, a nursery, the, difficult, the, the, the plant nursery, hosif in, lahosif lo. So if it's already planted and in and brought in from the nursery, so then just by introducing it into the karam, you're not going to be chayv and kilah karam, you need to have some growth within the kilah karam. Right? So again, for the seed, the threshold is hashrasha, what's called, taking root. For the plant, it has to be growth. Okay. Fine. And that explains why in the earlier case, right, the original planting, uh, right, took place in the vineyard. And, 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 and so, but in the case of the walking through the, the forest, uh, walking through the vineyard, it's only going to be chayev if it grows. Okay. So now we get the famous play, uh, topic that is a new topic while we're on the topic of Isser Hana. So we worked out Isi Bar Yehuda and we're good to go here. Um, 13 lines up from the bottom of Chafei Amad Aleph, Amar Rabbi Yaakov, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Bachol Misrapim Chutz Asher. What is going on here? We're going to get to the Isser of Yargval Yavor. Right? This is in Sanhedrin, uh, famously. Um, and we see in other places, and this is one of the primary sources of the concept of Yahareg Val Yavor. Certain of errors that are so severe that you're supposed to be willing to give your life rather to violate them. So here we say, Bechol Misrapin. So here your person has to be healed. Person needs a refuah. We're going to see in the Gemara right now what kind of a refuah. This might be even a life-threatening thing. Let's say you have a life, God forbid, somebody needs this medicine, but the medicine is not regular medicine. It's Usr Behana, let's say. So can you have medicine that's also Behana if you need it for healing? The answer is yes. Says Rabbi Yaakov Yochanan, Bechol Misrapin. You can be healed with anything. Okay, except for what? Chutz me Atzei is Avodah Zarah. So it's not just a Nashera, but as Rashi explains, any Avodah Zarah, right, is going to be an Isser. And therefore, even if you need some life-saving medication, so if it's Aser Behana, like it's made out of pig fat, that's okay to save your life. But if it is made out of Avodah, if it's, there's some sort of Avodah Zara involved in this medicinal, uh, right, uh, procedure, then that's going to be a problem and you're supposed to even not heal yourself. Wow. So let, let, let's, let's see what the Gemara has to say about this. Hey, dummy. What's the case? If you say that a person is a sakana, for which we'll do anything, right? We'll violate Shabbos. It's not really a violation of Shabbos, as we learned. We'll do anything in order to save a life. So if that's the case, so what do we care if this medicine involves an atzashera? You have to save the life. If the person only has a head cold, so we're not going to let you take some, some pig fat pill just to get rid of your head cold, if you don't have any sakana, you have to tough it out. Uh, so, what's, so what's the case? So my answer is no. The olam de ikka sakana. So the case has to be, it can't be when the person is just not that sick. It has to be that the person is in danger and they need this medicine in order to survive. And that filu hachi Wow. And even though you need this medicine to survive, you can't use the, the avodah zara. The tanya, Rebbe Liezer, Omer, Right? Says Rabbi Yezer, 
that we say in Kriyashma every day, right? So why do you have to say with everything, with all your heart, with all your soul, and, and with everything? So the reason is, says Rabbi Eliezer, that the reason why you have to have all those statements is, Right, if a person likes his body better than his mamon, which is, means like his life more than his money, which is most people. So that's why it says with your life. It's fleshed this out a little bit. Some people like their money even more than their life, which, right, which doesn't seem to make logical sense because if you don't have your life, you don't have your money either. But, you know, he, he brought up a bunch of different answers, potential answers to this. In other words, some people, let's say, it could be life quality. There are different ways of answering this, right? Some people behave in a way that, um, that they're willing to give up all of their, you know, time and even perhaps their health in order to make more mamon. And so it may, it may be talking about a scenario like that, but be that as it may, whether your mamon is your priority or your health is your priority, either way, all of it has to be what? Secondary to your love of Hashem. So even those who like their me'odecha, right? Uh, you've heard the drush me'odecha, whatever you love me'od, right? Whatever you love the most, whichever you love the most, it's not, it's going to be secondary to your love for Hashem. Okay? So, so the truth of the matter is that it's not explicit here that it's Yarg Val Yavor, right? But if you read this Sugya and Sanhedrin, which is, uh, one of the, the real classic primary sources. If you read the Sugi and Sanhedrin, you see that Rashi over there, or if you want a local, the art school points out that if you want a local uh, Mefarish, you're going to have the Ran over here. The Ran over here explains that there's nothing more antithetical, right, to Ahava Sashem than Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah is a direct expression of whatever the opposite of Ahava Sashem is. And that's why Avodah, Avodah Zarah is going to be totally off limits. You have to have Avas Hashem, and therefore that is Yeharik Val Yavar, because we say Bechol Nafshecha, Bechol Meodecha. So even, so your life is not as important as expressing Avas Hashem. How do you express Avas Hashem? By never, Chas V'Shalom, getting involved with the Vodah So that's how we learn, we have a Pasuk of Bechol Nafshecha, Bechol Meodecha, to teach you that Avodah is Yeharik Val Yavar. You should not, I'll be over it. You'd rather be killed. Give your nefesh. Okay, so two lines up from the bottom on Chafei. Kiyasar Ravin Amar Biochanan. So that was Avodah Zarah. Okay, but what about the other big three? So when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he said the following from the great giant Gadol in Eretz Yisrael, Biochanan, the other two. Bechol Misrapim, you can be healed with anything, Chutzme Avodah Zarah. And as we turn to Chafeim and Beis at 6.02, the Shvichos Damim, or murder. So there we go with the big three. So how do you learn Yarg Valyavor for all of the big three? Savoda Zara Hada Amran. Avoda Zara, we know Yarg Valyavor from the Pasuk of Echol Avavcha Echol Nafshecha. We just explained it. What about Gilu Arayas or Shvichos Damim? Where do we learn that? The Tanya, because we learned in the Brysa, Rebbe Omer, Ki Kasher Yakum Ish Al Re'eu Urtzacho Nefesh Ken Adavar Hazet. Okay, this pasuk is in the in the context of a nara murasa, right? You have nara murasa, right? She she's mitureset, and a man is pursuing her. Okay, and when she does so, right? So you are allowed to kill him. He's like a rodev, 
right? He's, he's going to, right? He's pursuing this woman. He's a rodef. And what's the connection between a murderer and a narmurasa, right? Because the Pasuk says, mentions a rotech in the context of the narmurasa, right? Um, so we say in that context, we are going to learn something from the uh, comparison to the rodef to kill, right? So we have two cases. Somebody is rodef, right, to rape a narimarasa, or somebody is rodef to kill uh, another individual. And the Pasuk compares them. So how, how so? So it compares one to the other in both directions as follows. Says the Brisa. Makish Rotseach Anara Marasa. How's a Rotseach, a Rodef, like a Nara Marasa? Ma Nara Marasa Nitan Lahatila Benafsho. Af Rotseach Nitan Lahatila Benafsho. So first is this concept of Rodef. That just like where Nara Marasa is, uh, where you're defending her, right? She can be saved at the cost of the rapist's life. You're allowed to kill him if that's what needs to be done in order to save the Nara Marasa. And similarly, we have the concept of Rodef by a killer. If a killer is about to come after somebody, you're allowed to strike him down. Okay. But now I'm a Rasamirotzeh. What does Narama Rasa learn from Rotzeh? Ma Rotzeh Tiharig Val Yavar, right? Af Narmarasa Tiharig Val Tavor. So here's our source, right? That just like a Rotzeh, right? If somebody were to tell you, this is a different case, somebody would tell you, God forbid, if you don't kill Plony, I'm going to kill you. So it's Yarig Val Yavar. You have to take the bullet. You can't just kill somebody else instead of yourself being killed. So then Tosus discusses, what does it mean with Anar Namarasa? She's allowed to, allow herself to, to be killed? So Tosus says, no, 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 no. He changes the Begirsa. Not Naramarasa Tehareg, but Ye, Yehareg Valyavar. It's referring to the assailant. If somebody were to tell the, tell the assailant, if you don't rape this Naramarasa, right, I'm going to kill you, he's supposed to take a bullet. He'd re, he's supposed to get killed. This is a very, you know, right, a very significant point that the tar, that the Tosus is making. The woman herself, right, like Esther in Mordechai's palace, says, Karka Olam. She's not an active participant in that rape enough, says, says Tosos, to even, to even incur the chiv in any event. The be that as it may, the case Tosos is giving us push up shot, that it's talking about the assailant. You're better off taking a bullet than being forced to rape an Aramarasa. Okay. So anyway. We just said now the source, the comparison to Naramarasa teaches you that we have Yarag Valyavar, so by killing. So we have Yarag Valyavar by Vodazara, and we have Yarag Valyavar by killing, right? And then says the Gemara, um, right? So, well, so says the Gemara, Shfichus Damim, but that's adultery. That's the Yarag Valyavar by what? That's the Yarag Valyavar of Naramarasa. The comparison of Naramarasa to the killing is teaching you um, by Gilar Arias, because Nara Marasa is an example of Gilar Arias. The question is, though, we learned Nara Marasa from Motzeach. Now the Gemara asks, where do we learn Motzeach itself? Where do we learn that you can't, that you're better off taking a bullet than killing somebody else? Says the Gemara, amazingly, Svarahu. So again, Avodah Zara, the Yarek Valyavar, we learned from the Pasuk, right? From Vavta Hashem Alkecha, Bechol Nafshecha. And Gila Arias, we learned from killing. But where did we learn killing? From a svar. It's a svar that you should rather get killed than kill someone. How? Because somebody once came in front of Rava and he asked him, Mare Durai Amarli, the governor uh, just came and said to me, Zil Katle Liflanya, that I have to go kill somebody. Vilo Katlina Lach. And if I don't kill that person, I'll get killed. A crazy, crazy, tragic scenario. So Amarle, so Rabbi said to him, Lick it, look, yeah, let him kill you, 
because you can't kill someone else because my chazis the dama didach sumaktfei dilma dama dahu gavra sumaktfei. How do you know my chazis? How do you know? How do you see that your blood is redder? Maybe his blood is redder, which is to say, we can't make value judgments as to who's more valuable, and therefore, there's obviously a lot, a lot, a lot of even here, right? The trolley uh, controversy. Do you right the utilitarian ver, uh, view versus the other view? Determinism, right? Are you allowed to save yourself in order to kill somebody else? So that clearly he says you can't do. What if it's multiples versus one? Right? What if it's all of these uh, all of these moral dilemmas? But on but. All things being equal, if it's one and one, okay, there's also active versus Sheval Tase, but you, if it's a Sheval Tase, you're allowed to, the, and then you have to be, what? Yarek Valyavor, you can't kill somebody else actively, you have to allow yourself to be killed. Okay. So that was, that, that was the Yarek Valyavor Sugya. So now, 15 lines down on Chafeon Bays, we have, till what, 610? Alright, so we have like a minute or two. Mar Baravashi Ashkhe Larvina, the Shaifla, the Varte, Beguharke, the Arla. Maravashi saw Ravina was rubbing, uh, we're back to the idea of using, um, Isre Haina, right, for medicine. So he was smearing all kinds of stuff on, on his daughter, um, and all kinds of oil. So Amalei, Maravashi said to him, Amor de Amar Bishasa Sakana. You're only supposed to be able to use that stuff that's also Barna. This was Orla thing, uh, Orla juice, right, Orla oil. So this is not Shasa Sakana. Shaloba Sakana Miyamar. So he said you could use Orla oil in order to start smearing on the skin. So Amalei, Ravina said, Hi, Ishtat Smirta Nami Kishasa Sakana Dama. You don't understand. This is what I'm doing is she has a burning fever that's life threatening, and this is the medicine for that. So it's in fact Shasa Sakana, so I could use something that's also Barna. Or Ikada Army. Ika de Amri, some say the Ravina's defense was Amar Lei. Ravina said to my Ravashi, Midi Derechana Kavidna. Is this the normal Derechana of the olive oil? No. This is not how you do olive oil, you drink. I'm using it in a very unusual massaging way. So tomorrow, we're going to have a whole new topic of Hana Habal Adam Bal Kercho. You're walking through the airport or whatever and, and you smell the Cinnabon on Pesach. Um, we're not going to have the case of, of the of the chametz, but we'll see. It's 19 lines up from the bottom. I'm Chafeim and Bayes. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow.